Cover it. We got lots of ground to cover. Lots of ground. Ready? All right. Test Zion Amud Beis. We're up to page. We're on page sixteen. B. Today's daf is daf seventeen. Daf Yud Zion. We're up to Gufa, which is one, two, three, four, five lines before it gets wide. So let's call it ten lines from the bottom of the Amud of Test Zion Amud Beis. Ten lines from the bottom of Test Zion Amud Beis. Gufa. A piece of a previously quoted brisa. Now, the majority of today's daf, just to remind ourselves, majority of today's daf until the, there's going to be a two dots, there's going to be a colon on towards the bottom of of Yudzayin Mavez. We're going to focus on various situations and halachas concerning an Evid Ivri or an Amavria, a Jewish manservant or a Jewish female servant that goes free. The gifts you need to give to them, what we call Hanukkah. Yeah, the gifts that go out, that's going to be the primary topic on, for, for today's daf, and then it's going to shift towards the end of the daf. But for the time being, let's get going. Gufa, piece of a previously quoted b'risa. Elu mohem, the following servants, when they leave, they deserve goodbye gifts to set them up. Hayyitzah b'shonim, somebody who finishes his... His or her six year of servitude. Somebody goes out with Yaival, Misa Saldim, or the death of the master. Vamavriya Bisimanam or Namavriya reaches physical maturity. Her body reaches maturity. She goes free. All these situations, you're going to receive these goodbye gifts. Let's say you have somebody who's Bayreach, somebody who runs away from the master, and now he's in a different city. Could he walk into a Besdin and say, Oh, by the way, that guy, I was his servant for four years? And now six years are up. Yeah, it's two years later. So now he can't be held uh, again. Goes to Bez and he says, you know, the, 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 I'm supposed to receive goodbye gifts. We say, <laughs> goodbye to you. <laughs> yeah, nothing happening. You're not getting it. Or Giron Kesef, which is a regular case where a guy pays himself out. So he has three more years to work, for example. He pays out the, re- the remaining three years. The master doesn't need to give him anything to, uh, to set him up. He bought himself out. There, there's no chiv. Rav Meir says... By Reach in Manikala. If he runs away, then he doesn't get the gifts. However, he does, there is a chiyav of Hanukkah, there is a chiyav of goodbye gifts for somebody who buys themselves out. And we, we learned this, right? There's four types of situations where a servant that leaves is going to get, um, uh, is going to get these goodbye gifts. Shleisha be'ish, Three of them are by a man. The gimel beisha. Why do we change from shleisha to gimel? That's a printing thing, just to make sure it fits on the line. Yeah. So three to a man, three to a woman. Yeah. None of them have four. Says Reb Shimon, each one has three. What are the three? So again, like we learned yesterday, a man and woman who complete six years get goodbye gifts. A man and woman who complete till yaivel. Get goodbye gifts. So they share two. Two situations. A man gets a goodbye gift when he's a nirza by Yavil. When he's there, he, when he uh, is past the six years, we, we drill a hole in his ear. Now he's a nirza. And he stays, that's when he goes out. That's not possible by a woman because we don't, that a woman doesn't have that Allah. We don't allow a woman to stay. So what, where's the third time that a woman goes out? When she reaches physical maturity. Okay. Says the Gemara Benani Mili, how do we know these halachas? The Tanah Rabbanu, because Rabbi is learning, so should we. Yochol, I might think, maybe only a six-year servant 
when they leave, gets the goodbye gift. I didn't know that when you leave by Yoival, you got a gift. Now keep in mind, when we talk about a servant, what are we referring to? We're assuming a guy's there for six years. So we'll say like this, if you're there for six years, right? It's like a guy works for your company for a week and a half, and he wants tenure. Hey, tenure? The business sugar? Hey, get out of here. Here's the pink slip. I get, I get in dog. Yeah, you're a little fardimian. You're living in fantasy land over here. Right? What are, what are you doing? Says Gemara, if the guy works for six years, shkayich. Give him goodbye gifts. Help set him up. The guy's been working for you for six years. Yaiva, though, Yaiva could come after a week. Anytime Yaiva comes, oh, you got to give him a goodbye gift? <laughs> you got tenure? What is Mishigas? Yeah, where was your uh, loyalty to the company? So, the death of the master. Whenever you send him away, it could have said, It says you send him away, and then it also says, not it could have said, it says, you send him away, and then, and when you send away. Now, what do you see from sending away twice? What it means is, whenever the person leaves, we see there's goodbye gifts. It's not set to the sixth year. When do you give it? Yishalchen. When you send away, and then the Pasuk says, and when you send them away, well, why'd you repeat it? It must be we're including more categories. Now, what are we going to do, obviously, is say, well, how do you know this? Not that, in the more. We said, what, the, how do you know the other categories? Yeah, we don't know that yet. But what we just clarified is, there's other times, outside of six years, that, the guy, that there's going to be goodbye gifts. Maybe a guy who runs away or he buys himself out also should get these goodbye gifts according to Tanakama. says, What's happening is when he gets set free from you, which means like this, you know when he gets gifts? When you free him. When somebody gets sent away from you, meaning it's up to the... It's, 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 the, the master decided that it's over. But you've changed tenses. Uh-huh. Well, no. No, me'imach, from you. From you means the master. When you send him from you, you give him a gift. Yotzo, which excludes Bayreach, a guy who runs away. He did this himself. For a guy who, who bought himself out. Again, when you buy yourself out, the master has no choice in this. If a servant has enough money to buy himself out, it's not up to the master to withhold his, his rights. He says, okay, leave. But it's not the master sending him away. Hence, there's no chiyuv on the master to give him goodbye gifts. The sending is not coming from the master, it's coming from the servant. Fine. So that's the shot for the Tanakama. Again, the Tanakama holds. Yoivel, Sheishonim, Simonim by a girl, um, by a. I'm sorry. The, the Tanakama only says, Tanarabonon. Yeah. The, this by says six years Yoivel and Misa Saadan and Amariya Vesimana. Okay, that's the opinion of the Tanakama, um, and we've clarified why now a runaway and a guy who buys himself out doesn't get. Okay, now Rav Meir argued on that. Rav Meir said that a runaway doesn't give, uh, doesn't receive the gifts, but a guy who buys himself out does receive a gift. That was Rav Meir's opinion of the Bryson. So he includes if a guy deducts. What's going to be his makar? What's going to be his source? How does he know that? When you run away, it has nothing to do with being with the master freeing him. He's doing that himself. He says, however, 
he says when a servant leaves with buying out the master, that is called me'imach. Okay, why? So Rashi says, because from the fact that the master is even there to be makabal the money, means Epis, he's involved in the transaction. So since the master, even though it's not his choice halachically to accept it, he's mechuyiv to let the guy go, but he's receiving compensation for it. And it's a fair deal. Everybody walks away fair, right? Halavai, that, that's how people work. Halavai, that's all, you know, that's how, uh, you know, just to, my father, Zechari Levracha, I don't quote him often when it comes to business. I quote him often in, in other times. But he ran a big business. He ran a big, uh, a, a big uh, dairy business. I didn't hear him talk about it much. He didn't speak about it. I just, even growing up in the house, the only, the only time I knew that my father owned a dairy business is when I took ice cream from the 18-wheeler ice cream truck that sat on the other side of the yeshiva campus because I wanted to make money. So I would go into the freezer truck, take all his cones and sandwiches and whatever, make a little stand, sell ice cream for 25 cents that costed him a dollar to make. And I made money. No, he lost money, but I made money. That was, so it was, it was geschmack to have a, to have, always live in a house with unlimited ice cream. You had whatever you needed. You know, that was, a, that was geschmack. However, um, as far as the other time, it, 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 I, I would notice that there was a company that was happening, was Fridays. On Fridays, Rabbi Lazar Katz was the, my father's accountant. For the company He'd come in every Friday With a big book Full of business checks And my father Would, would sign checks On Erev Shabbos As He would sign checks On Erev Shabbos He would sit at the desk Besides for that He didn't hear much About the business My father was involved Mamish uh, uh, In the yeshiva But be it as it may One thing that my father Did share with me About the business And it came out At a At In the course of conversation He told me He doesn't make deals With anybody That he wouldn't make With his own brother doesn't make deals with anybody. He doesn't want to take advantage of people. He says if he's comfortable making this deal with his brother, he'll comfortable making it with somebody else. But he doesn't make deals that are one-sided. It has to, it has to be. The, the, way, the, the way that money economy works, now sometimes you find a mitzia, whatever it is, and people are, want to, you know, empty inventory, whatever it is. But he didn't get, stress out like, I'm going to get more from you. you. You play fair, you win. Right, you play fair, and people appreciated that about the business. They appreciated all these things. So that's what Rav Meir is saying over here. Rav Meir says like this. When the, when the servant comes with Giroin Kesef, you know something? It's considered the master sending him away. He's receiving payments, a fair deal. It's not like, oh, but it's against the will. No, the master got his money. The servant got his, uh, his life back, so to speak. His ability to work for himself it doesn't work for anybody else. That's called the master gaining. And since the master is called gaining, it's as if he's sending the servant away. There's no reason why he shouldn't be involved in this deal. It's a fair deal. It's fair game. Hence, by Geroin Kesev says Reb Meir, it's considered like the master's freeing him. Okay. Says the Gemara Viter. By Reach, when somebody runs away, Hashlama boy. Doesn't, this is a, kind of like a question. Doesn't he need to go back to work? So Gemara is asking like this. The Gemara is just trying to figure out what's the circumstances surrounding this runaway servant. You have a runaway servant. This guy hits, hits the road. He works for four years. He needs a break. So he leaves town. 
We said, oh, the, the master doesn't have to give him goodbye gifts. Well, where's he coming for and asking for it? Bezdin? If he comes to Bezdin and says, by the way, I, I ran away after four years, and now it's two years later, I want goodbye gifts. Ask the Gemara, you know what Bez is going to say to him? Get back to work, sweetie pie. Two more years. You have two more years left on your contract. You can't just run away and then... Uh, yeah, you still have two years left on your contract. So what does the boy do on Shabbos? Okay, what? Can a master compel a Gentile to work on Shabbos? No. Okay. No. No. It's, 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 Terry says. That's right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Terry says. Titania says, because we learned in her b'risa, I mean, know when somebody runs away, he's obligated to make up his time. You got to end up working for six years. And if you leave after four, we're going to say, get back. Top of today's daf. I might think, let's say the servant gets ill after three years and he's on bed rest for two years. Maybe he's got to make up that time. No. You go out in year number seven and the drush is going to come even though you are sick. Omar of Shesha, as Rav Shesha says, so now the kasha is like this. If you run away, you got to make up time. She says, I don't understand. What do you mean? Bayreach doesn't get goodbye, goodbye gifts. First of all, I know that, because first of all, you need to get back to work. And if you're going to say that what you mean is after he makes up the work, why wouldn't you give him gifts? Now he worked for six years. So give him gifts. He got back to work. Omar of Shesha says, let me explain the case. Kigoyim, for example, Shabarach Oh, what happens is like this. This guy became an Evid Ivri, we're going to say, five years before Yoyvel. Now listen closely. He works for four and a half years. It's a little bit of time left until Yoyvel. He left Upagaba Yoyvel. Yoyvel is now coming. Since Yoyvel stopped his servitude. It's considered like the master sending him away. And we shouldn't knas him that we do. Okay, now I gave a case of six months. The truth is, let's add to the Chiddush. Call it two days. Two days before Yavu, he left his man early. <laughs> he left his man early. Yeah, it's almost Rosh Hashanah of the Yavu year. Last two days of El, he's like, I got to get back to my family for Yom Tif. So he leaves without permission. He leaves his mind early without speaking to the Rashiva. Yeah, leaves without permission. Says the Gemara, No Anaka. No Anaka. He doesn't receive any, uh, any goodbye gifts. You lost that. out. You have no right, you have no right to, to, to leave early. Half a year as a whole year? As a no, no. We're even days. speaking about a, a, a slight amount of time. If, a, the slightest amount of time that you left early without having rights to leave early. Is uh, is uh, you're held accountable for that, and you don't receive gifts. Amar Mar, the Tana taught us. I would think even if he gets sick, he does, he needs to make up time, and he doesn't get gifts. Says Gemara, Afilu Kol Let's say the guy six for the guy is sick for six years. Okay, Lahavdil, sports analogies. Yeah, you hire a you hire a player on your team for a six year contract. During the first practice of the season, he blows his ACL. Yeah? Done. He's not, he's out, he's out, he's done. He's out for the year, 
He's out for, uh, you know, snaps his Achilles, whatever. He's out for a while. Vaatanya. But we learned that a Raisa, Cholos, Sholesh, Vavad, Sholesh, he works for three years and then was sick for, or was sick for three years and worked for three years. He doesn't make up time. Let's say he's sick for six years. He does need to make up time. Even if he did the slightest amount, he sowed for the master. So then it's not considered like he is sick all six years. But he says something fascinating, which is, if a master buys a servant and the servant Pasha cannot work at all during the six years, then he's not going to, he's, he's going to be mechuyiv to make up time. It's, it's like his six years never started. But if he if he even sewed with a needle on behalf of the master, so then you you played for the six seasons, so to speak. You were there for six years, and you don't need to make up your uh, you don't need to make up your time. This itself is a contradiction. Why? Amrit you worked for three years. If he's sick for three years and worked for three years, then What can I infer? Let's say he worked. Let's say he was sick for four years. Let's say he was sick for majority of the time. I would think Why'd you pick three? Because three is half. So I would think to myself, once I learned that part of the price, so, oh, but let's say he was sick four, he's got to make up the time. It's not like you worked. You didn't work, pay, you didn't play for your contract. But then name a seifa. At the end we said, only if you're sick for the entire six years. You didn't make up your time. Which seems to be, let's say you were sick for four years. You're not obligated. So which one is it? The Gemara is asking, there's a contradiction and how to infer the brisa says the Gemara. Haki Gemara. What this brisa means is as follows: Chola Arba Nasa Kemisha Chola Kol Sheish Pechayev Lahashlim. Fascinating halacha, which is Yitaka right? Any time somebody is sick for majority of the time, they will need to make up for lost time. You say will or will not? Will they must? Make up for lost time. So now, what the Gemara is walking away with is, the way this Gemara is ending, you buy an Evid for six years, he sells himself, Bezin sells him, he ends up working for three years, he doesn't need to make up the time. He ends up working for, he ends up, work. Uh, if he ends up being sick, for three years, he doesn't need to make up a time. He ends up being sick for four years. Now he does need to make up for lost time. Tan Rabban, the rabbis learned, and so should, and, and that's why they're rabbis. Kama manikin loy. How much are these gifts? How, is it, how do you come by that logic anyway? How much are these gifts? How, what, what's logic? Three, if he misses three years, <clears throat> he doesn't have to make up. If he, if he works three years, he has to make up. No, he doesn't. If he works four years, He's sick for four years. That means he worked less than half the time. Oh, excuse me. Since he worked less than half the time, so now he's got to make it up. You got to work at least right. Ruba, majority is going to say you worked the whole time. If it's less than majority you didn't work the whole time, you'll make it up. But wait a minute, you said this the fellow quit. No, no, we're talking about where he's sick here. Only in the case where he's sick. How much, how big are these goodbye gifts? Yeah, everyone's got their own standards of gifts. Says the Gemara, or the Brysa, you got to give five slaim, okay, from every type of min. What does it mean, every type of min? So we're going to see that the Torah says that when you, your Evid goes free, there's three primary categories that um, are, were considered, are considered matanis, 
flock, animals, grains, and wine. So you got to give him five sella value from each of these things. Which totals 15 sella of gifts. This is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. I want us to notice something. Why does your mayor have to do the math for us? I can figure this out myself. Yeah? So, notice that Svara right now, the Gemara will get into this. Svara, logic's going to say that perhaps your mayor wants to point out that it's sh- because five sella from each of these things are expected, you got to give 15 sella worth total. Let's say I, I don't have five sella of animals. Does that get, the owner doesn't have it. Does that get the owner off the hook? He still needs to make it up in others. So you add more to that in another category. That's what it seems, at least what it seems when you're initially learning Rav Meir. Rav Yudah Aymer, Shleishim, Kishleishim you gotta give 30 sella. Like if somebody kills an Evid Kanani, you gotta pay 30 to the master. Rav Shimonim, says, Chamishim, Kishamishim, Sheh, like the fifty shekel that applies, uh, that applies to uh, um, to erichin. Yeah, if somebody accepts upon himself to pay the value of the somebody else, you got to pay fifty. Why did the mom's junk like that? So we'll see. We were talking about five good, good, good. So it's a three-way machlekes. That's right, three-way machlekes, and the Gemara is going to explain. Right, one opinion is fifteen. One opinion is thirty. And one opinion is 50. God, it feels like the Pesach Seder. Right? How many Makos were there in Mitzrayim? Right? Yeah. 10, 50, 500. Yeah. So, all right. So let's get into this. Amar Mar, the Tana taught us in the Brai says it's total of 15. And we want to know why. Where's the mayor coming from? Why is the mayor saying 15? Well, we could do the math ourselves. The Kiddush of mayor is that you can never give less than 15. And therefore, let's say he, he gives him less than five sella of animals. You got to, um, and you got to give him more of the uh, wine or the produce, uh, less lumba. There's no problem. And you should know the owner could even choose to do this. Owner could choose to do this. That's why Rebbe gives the total of 15. He says, listen, there's three primary categories of gifts. You gotta give at least, it has to be called a gift because the Torah calls it a gift. In order for something to be called a gift, it's five sella. See where that comes from. But as long as you act equal up to 15, you're gonna be fine. If it's not mamish five, 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 broken down like that, it's gonna be okay. My time with Rebbe Mayer, why? What is the reason for Rebbe Mayer that he's, and this is gonna get to Yale's question, that 15, yeah, 15, 30, 50, where, where's he coming from? Yolif Reikam Reikam Mibachar. He makes a Gzeri Shava of, from the word Reikam. What does it mean, Reikam? So it says in the Torah, when it comes to an Eved Ivri, you're not allowed to send them away Reikam. You're not allowed to send them away empty. Okay? Um, by a, by a, Pidina Ben, the Pasuk says, Call Bechar Tipade. Every Bechar you're obligated to uh, to redeem. Vla Yiru Panai Rekam. 
and you should not see my face empty. Okay, you got to pay the kayan money. When you redeem, you got to, to the kedusha. The kedusha is obligated in money. How much by a bidna ben? When you redeem the bechor, how much you got to give to the kayan? Five selah. So too afkan chamishlam. So too when we say don't send away empty-handed, it means give him five. Says the Gemara, fine, sir. Oh, maybe it means you give him five cellar. What does a cunning get? Five cellar of wine, five cellar of grain, and five cellar of animals? No. Oh, he just gets you... one five cellar. So ask the Gemara, Rav Meir says he gets five cellar times three. Where does that come from? Says the Gemara, because if it would have only said Rekom at the end of the total amounts, then you're right, it would have been a total of five. But since it says Reisha before each one, it says the, the word Reikam three times by the flock, by the grain, and by the, the wine. So the diuk of the Torah is going to be that um, that uh, it's going to be a total of uh, a total of fifteen. Says the Gemara, very nice. It says Reikam by Pinnaben. And it says Reikam here. So we say each time it says Reikam, it means five Sela for a total of 15. Says the Gemara, there's other times in the Torah where the word Reikam is found, not only in these two places. So, Venela for Reikam, Reikam, Elas Riyah. By Elas Riyah, which had a value of two Ma'a, Elas Riyah was the carbon Eula that people brought when they were Eula Regal to the Beis Hamikdash. So each animal, right, it had a value of two Ma'a. Says why? It says when you come to the Beis Hamikdash, Shaloish Pramim Bashana three times a year. Yira calls a Chorcha as Panei Hashem Alekiacha Bakot Bread. For Yiru as Pana as Panai Reikam, you shouldn't see my face empty. What does he see my face empty? Show up with Carbonus. So ask the Gemara. Maybe what does it mean to not send the Evan away empty by giving him animals that are worth two mana worth, not not five sella worth. Which is more the cell of the cell. Word. Five cell. On Makra. Asher Biracha It says by the when, when he sent away the Evid, it says, This that Hashem has blessed you with. Okay? And therefore, when we're referring to things that Hashem blessed you with, that's gonna come and more that Pasik is more connected to Pidnaben than it is to an Ayyu. We're connected because there is something that the Rabbanishan blessed you with, right? As opposed to something you're showing up with. Rabbiuda Aimer, Rabbiuda says, Shleishim. So now we know where of Mayor's 15 comes from. Rekum, Rekum, Rekum. Each Rekum is five Sela from Pidna Ben. Rabbiuda said, You got to give him at least 30 Sela worth of goodbye gifts. Kishleishim Shalevin. Like the 30 Sela that are given for a, uh, an Evet who's. Uh, to a master whose evid is killed. Says the Gemara, my time with Rabbi Yehuda, what is the reasoning for Rabbi Yehuda? Says the Gemara, Yalif Nesina Nesina May Evid. He doesn't make the Gzereshava of, of Rekam, he makes the Gzereshava of Nesina of giving. Mala Halon Shleishim, Afkan Shleishim, just like when somebody kills somebody else's Evid Kanani. There's going to be a Chiv of 30 Sela, okay? That's. Uh, um, the owner of the ox that killed the Evid Kanani. Okay, that's the case. He's going to have to pay 30 Sela. So, too, over here, you got to give 30 Sela to the 
Eved when he leaves. But it says the word Nesina by other times too. For example, by, uh, by Erechen. Somebody says, I'm going to give my value to the Beis HaMikdash. Or somebody says, I'm going to give the value of somebody else to, uh, to the Beis HaMikdash. So, um, so you, you pay Erechen. Now how much is Erechen? 50. You get 50 Salam for a, a man. Malalan Chamishim. Avkan Chamishim. So why, why is your beauty saying 30? Oh, Xerushavah Nesina, Nesina of an Eved Kenani who's killed. Says Gemara, why don't you make Xerushavah Nesina, Nesina of, uh, of a guy who's, who uh, promises Erechin, the value of a human to the base of Mikdash, and say he's got to pay 50. Says Gemara, Chada, Erstens, first of all, the, the Tafast move like Tafast. Biggest sight in life. Sometimes you have to know, Tafisen, Tafast move like Tafast, which means. You want to know why I'm comparing to the Nesina of 30 or the Nesina of 50? There's a rule. If you grab too much, you end up with nothing. And therefore, if I have a, cho- if I have a choice, what am I going to obligate the master to give? Am I going to obligate him to give 30 or 50? You, give, you obligate the lesser. You don't obligate the more. The more you grab, the less you have. Tafasta maruba, you grab too much, like tafasta. That's, that's number one. Void. Furthermore, Eved may Eved havli lemelev. See, we're trying to figure out how much you give an Eved who leaves. So we're saying we have two options. Should I make a source of an Eved who's killed? Or should I use the source of the laws of Erechem? Because it uses the same word. Says the Gemara, whenever you have a word and you have a choice how to make the Xerashavah, in one place, the word is in a similar category to what I'm trying to discover. And the other case, that word is in a completely separate category. You're going to choose the word that's in the same category. And therefore, it says the word Nesina by an Eved who's leaving. It says the word Nesina by an Eved who's killed. We're going to make that Zereshava and say, you pay 30, says Rabbi Yehuda, as opposed to paying 50. How does grabbing too much enter into this? If somebody doesn't have 50, that's one thing. No, too much, too much means like this. I mean, not that you don't have it, but that, right? I'm a macho guy. Yeah. I am macho. For some reason, men like me, some men like me, not all men, we prefer to schwitz, walk slow, and take. 20 heavy bags from the supermarket in one trip than Chas V'Sholem having to make two normal trips that'll probably end up faster. Because I'm not making two trips right now. So I'm going (coughs) to slap everything. So I I take all the Schnooks bags, I hang them on all my arms, and I got this. I got this. As I'm walking, the glass pickle jar in one of the middle bags is too heavy for the plastic bag, plops through and now it's on the floor. You take too much, you end up with nothing. So now there's no more pickles. The whole glass is gone. Finito. So this Yisrael holds true. It holds true in halacha. Everything, in, everything that's in reality is, is from Torah. Okay? So that's the reality in, our, in, our, in halacha. The same thing holds true. Whenever you're unsure of where to look and how much to take, Chazal tell us, take less. So if, if I have Nesina to tell me 30 sella. Or I have Nesina to say 50 Sela. What you do is, you take 30. And you're happy, you're good, 
You don't take 50. You don't take 50. This guy, sure, I had an hour and a half conversation with somebody just, uh, just the other day. It's a very poignant and it's full of wisdom. This idea is full of wisdom. It takes a lifetime. I myself don't, don't I only know this because I've had mentors that are a lot older than me. Anybody who's been through life understands this concept a lot better than, a, a lot better than me. It's, 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 the, the ones who win the race, the ones who get where you need to go, are the ones who take what you're supposed to take and don't overdo it. One of the smartest traders in the market, his, his uh, philosophy was you always want to sell so that the next guy can make a little bit. He didn't want to make the last penny. He wanted to let the guy who bought from him make Something. Let it go up also. Let it go up for the next guy. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah it is. Fascinating That's true. That's true. I mean, he's not trying to get the top What's guy. his guy's name? What's the guy's name? You remember his name? I am. Oh. He's <laughs> not. <laughs> All right. This is true. It's a very well known. Okay. Very good. All right. Satsitas Rabbi Yehuda. That's why he's by 30. Shimon Aimer Shimon says. Chamishim, he leaves with gifts of 50. Because he holds it's compared to Erechim. My time is Erechim. What's reason for Erechim? Says the Gemara, because he learns out Nesina, Nesina, like we said before. Right? Remember, Nesina could have told me 30, could have told me 50. We said, Tafasa, let's go with 30. But Erechim says, no, go with the 50, grab more. Mala alon Chamishim, just like by it comes to Erechim, obligating yourself in vows. Uh, in, 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 uh, not in vows in, they, making a vow obligating yourself and somebody's value to the base of Mikdash it's going to be 50 sella Afkan Chamishim so to over here when an Ebed leaves you got to give him 50 says you should know when it comes to um, uh, a value not everybody's the same value so what do you do there's actually categories there's categories a grown adult strong man yeah, is worth fifty sella. What about a little baby girl? A dollar. What? much less? Three sella. Says the Gemara. If you're going to compare it to Erechin, why you got to take the highest number, fifty? Why don't you go with the uh, the slowest one? Says the Gemara. I'll tell you why. Asher Hashem like And this is going to lead us on a little bit of a gishmaka tangent. It says that which Hashem has blessed you with. What does it mean that which Hashem has blessed you with? What do you bless with? The highest value. So you go with the highest value. Same question we asked before. Before we said 30 because we prefer to compare it to an Eved as opposed to Erechim. Over here we're saying, no, 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 we're comparing to Erechim. So ask the Gemara, why don't we compare it to Eved and say you only owe 30? Says so the Gemara, Chada, first of all, and I'll tell you why. You should have said 30 instead of 50, like we said before, because you, you, you should always go with the lower number of item. Furthermore, so why are you, Reb Shimon, going with 50? You're arguing on the whole pr- assumptions that we made before. Before we gave good svara, why we shouldn't say 50? Says the Gemara, you're right. It must be, this is not Reb Shimon's source. It's not Nesina Nesina. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon, Micha, Micha, Gomer. Okay. He learns out, Micha, Micha. And what does it mean he learns out, Micha, Micha, says the Gemara. 
We're going to explain this in a moment, okay? But let's just say that Micha, it literally means to be poor. It means to be poor. So he says, when you have a situation where two people are poor, yeah? So um, you have to evaluate, and this guy is leaving as an Evet, he's poor, he doesn't have, he needs, needs to be set up, yeah? So Mamela over there too, where um, it's going to be referring to uh, the 50 cell. Referring to the 50 cell. Lost the place, I'm sorry, where are we? Bishlama? Micha, Micha, Gomer. Yeah, first wide line. Bishlama, the mayor. It makes sense going to the mayor. Hainu, Dixiv, Tsayin, Garmi, Yakim. According to the mayor, it says it's 15 because it's 5 times 3. 5 for sheep, 5 for granary, 5 for wine. Total 15. See, one says 30 because of Evan. One says 50 because of poor, because of poverty, right? What happened to three times? What happened to three times of Rameir? Sigmar says, You can only give from these three categories. You can't give cash. You can't give anything else. Rabbis called over to include anything else could be used in value as long as it adds up to this amount. Anything Hashem has blessed you with. Why'd you mention these three categories? If these three categories aren't important, why, why, why say it? Just say cash. Cash is king. You think he prefers that? Right? You want to give somebody a gift. Why give them a gift card? Give them cash. Let them spend it wherever they want. You got to give them a gift card to Starbucks. Right? Now they're limited in what they can do. Says the Gemara, it teaches you, just like by, you know, sorry, sheep, granary, and wine are all, I don't, I don't know, I'm not good with stocks. These commodities? What's a commodity? Constant. They go up in value. Yeah, they go up with basic inflation. They're consistent. Yeah, their needs, they're consistent. These are normal things that people do business with. This is standard things that are needed. So you can only give things that are included in, uh, in bracha. Yeah, which is actually going to exclude money. It's going to exclude money. This is the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. You know why? It says Rabbi Shimon, and there's a long conversation about this. It says Rabbi Shimon, money doesn't grow itself. You could take money, invest it in something else, and that item goes up in value, so now the, your own money goes up in value. But grain itself could be replanted and grow more. Right? You can make that. Money itself doesn't do that. Right. So it has to be something that itself reproduces. It excludes a mule, a third, a mule. A mule is a hybrid and doesn't reproduce. Reb Shimon says that it's true, but the value of a mule could go up. Okay? Because even though they don't have children, but they could get more robust, stronger, work more. And therefore, he says, they could be used. Uh, for goodbye gifts, it's considered something that does grow. For iska, he says. Also, you could use money because money could be used for business, and money can make money. Doesn't need to physically be something that's planted to reproduce, right? But he says, since 
you could technically invest in something and money itself can make money. Therefore, that's also something that would be permitted. So that, therefore, we now understand the three-way... Uh, three uh, right. So let's just get, get a, a complete picture. How do we get onto this? We said the Torah mentions three categories. Rav Meir says it means five times three. The other opinions were, no, 30, 50. We said, where's the times three? So they said, no, 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 it's nothing to do with times three. The Torah is giving me categories to look at at what type of value I can use to give as a goodbye gift. doesn't mean times three. It says, look at these three categories. Anything that's compared to these three categories, similar as you get it, that's what you can use. You can't give the guy three million tissue boxes and say, this is your value. No, no, no. It has to be something that, that uh, reproduces. Either, and now there's machlekes, either it itself reproduces, you can replant grain, or it's something that can go up in value in and of itself, like an animal can get more robust and strong, or money. Money can be invested and make more money. Utricha, says the Gemara, I need to mention all three of these situations, all three uh, examples. The Kasev HaKamon if you only would have said that you could send them off with sheep, I would say you can only give a goodbye gift of a live animal, a live entity. But maybe things that grow from the ground, you have no right to give because they're not called, they're not balchaim, they're not considered animals. Let's us know that even if it's not alive, you could use it. Because if you would have only wrote grain, I would think that live things you can't. We've got to mention sheep or flock. Why do I got to mention Wine, in what way is wine adding anything? Answers the Gemara, top of Yudzayin and Mabez. Lamar, the Mutek Safim, according to one opinion, it's coming to exclude money. That was Rabbi Shimon's opinion, who holds you're not allowed to use money because it's not, see, uh, animals can make animals. Grain can make grain. Money can't make money. It could be invested, but the money itself doesn't grow. Lamar, the Mutek Safim, according to Blasminak, it's coming to exclude uh, mules. Here we go. Little bit of a shift in conversation. The master gives the Eved gifts that Hashem blessed him with. I might think that if the masters, get ready, estate grew because of the Eved. Some people, they're just they, they, they can't find Hatzlacha. What happens if, an, if a master has an Eved, works him for six years, forget it, forget it. Six years ago, my estate was in a much better position. Good riddance financially. So I might think, why do you got to send them off for goodbye gifts? Yeah, it's enough. You didn't help my. You didn't help. See, servants are workers. They're full time workers. He didn't help my company grow. He didn't help my portfolio. He didn't help anything. I would say, listen. If six years later something the master gained financially, send them off for gifts. Give him a retirement. But if I if I lost money because the guy, man, I don't got to give him anything. You should surely give him a goodbye gift. No, you got to anyway. No matter what. That's why to say that Hashem blessed you with. <laughs> Your estate wasn't blessed. It says, Okay, listen to this. 
says, the Torah is telling me it's still nice, it's proper to give him according to how blessed your business was. Meaning, if Taka, your home gained a lot, your business gained a lot by having this guy around, Menschlechite, Tairakite, whatever it is, you should give, give him a, a nice Akarasatai gift. That's what you're hired to do anyway. Why should I give you a raise? Who are you? You give him a nice gift. You take care of the guy. Yeah? If Taka, he didn't, you still give him a gift. You have to give him as much? No, you don't give him as much. You don't need to give him as much. But you should give him something. No, it means mamish literal. If Taki, your house gained financially, then you give him a goodbye gift. There's no obligation to give him a goodbye gift. But we said it says you should surely give a gift. You should surely give a gift. Why are you telling me now? I don't, got, I don't, I don't need to give anything. What does that mean? It says, yeah, The Torah is speaking the language of people. Turn around, one of the rabbis learned, and that's why they're rabbis. Uh, we okay. We have five minutes. Let us see how much ground we can cover. Eved Ivri Eved Haben. Eved Haben. And Eved Ivri works for the sun. Now we'll see what this means. Vein Eved Habas. But he doesn't need to serve the bas, the daughter. Now this is assuming the master dies. We should be bothered by this. Remember what we learned previously. Assuming the what? The master dies. Oh. Seems that you have to keep working for the boy. If there's a son, you got to work for the son. If there's daughters, you don't got to work for the daughters. Okay? If the master dies by Amavriya, she's totally out. No working for nobody. How do I know if a guy's in the middle of his six years? And the master dies, he's got to keep working for the remainder of the six years for the sons. But not the daughters. Where's your, where's your source for this? The Torah Rabbanah, because the rabbis learned, and so should we. He works for six years. The Irish works for you, but not the master. One second. I'm sorry. You, but not your inheritor, your heirs. The Nebuchadnezzar doesn't work at all for the heirs, it seems. You've got to work for six complete years. So it says he's working for the son. He works for the original master, but he doesn't need to work for any of the, uh, any of the regular Yarshim. Except for who? What are we saying now? You still need to work for a son. So let's say you're owned by a guy who's got no children. Who's going to inherit this guy? He's not married. Say his brother, his father. You don't need to work for them. The only person you're going to have to work for is a bed. If there's a son, if there's a son, you're going to have to keep working. Says Gemara, how do you know? How do you know? You just told me he doesn't work for the heirs. Umar Isla Rabbi says the bed and How do you know to include the son in work and to exclude the brother? Maybe because we know when a, when a you purchase a Jew, a, a, a Jewish female servant at Amavria, if the if the master himself doesn't marry her, the son has now the mitzvah of Yud. The son kind of takes the role of the Tata, takes the role of the Tata. And also when it comes to a field of inheritance. And since the son takes the place of the father in that way, so too over here he could keep ownership 
over the Ebed. Says just the opposite, I should say, let's include the brother, yeah? When a man dies childless, his brother takes over the estate, and he's supposed to marry the wife. So maybe over here, when a man dies childless, instead of the, uh, instead of the uh, Ebed every falling to a child, maybe he should have fallen to a child, and we say he only falls to a brother. That's his brother. He falls to a brother, like a, like a wife falls to a brother in Ibum. Says the Gemara, no, no, no. Remember, there's only Yibam when there's no kid around. Yibam. If there's a son around, there's no Yibam. And therefore, Yibam doesn't tell us in any way, shape, or form that her brother is stronger than a son. The reason why we said that he doesn't fall to her brother is because you have this question. It seems if you wouldn't have asked this question, then it makes more sense that her brother is considered closer to the deceased than a son. Says the Gemara, that's not true. The tape of the Hakatarti Vakhachada. And we just say, there's two times, there's two halachas that show a son is, is, takes the place of the father, but, it, but we only see a brother takes the place of the deceased in one way, and that is by Yibam. So even if you wouldn't say your svara asks the Gemara, we shouldn't, uh, um, the, it, it would make more sense to say the Eved falls to the son as opposed to a brother. Answers the Gemara, stay nami you're right, but we prefer to take, says Gemara, we prefer to take the stronger refute, uh, which is even greater. The Svara over here completely knocks the whole logic of him ever falling to her brother off kilter. Hence, we prefer the stronger logic as opposed to the Hacha Tarti, the Hacha Chada. Okay, we're up to two dots. We're going to have to hold it here for today. Still a little bit behind. We will hope to catch up tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.